You're listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, the weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service, educational and motivational, to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome, Lawn Care Nation, to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julio Tomei, and this is episode number 49, entitled Power Washing for Profit. Well, hello, everybody, and thanks again for joining me uh, this week on the podcast. I really appreciate you guys uh, tuning in or downloading uh, the episodes uh, once again this week, um, and I hope you guys are all uh, doing uh, really well out there with your businesses and uh, ramping up as the spring continues, and uh, you know, hopefully you guys are all in the thick of things and just uh, you know, crazy busy and uh, you know, uh, having a hard time keeping up with the uh, demand uh, for your services. Uh, So this week's episode, I'd like to continue on the theme that I started uh, last week with uh, discussing uh, different services that you can do uh, to supplement the lawn care uh, part of your business um, and also uh, to add some variety. Uh, it helps break up uh, your week if you can add some other types of services instead of constantly just mowing uh, and uh, also lets you capitalize on um your customers that you ex- your existing customer base uh basically uh so instead of just um you know having those customers turn to you for just their lawn care and then you know as an extension of that uh turning to you for their gardening and pruning say and hedge trimming and all that stuff but to also expand on that and uh provide other property maintenance type services that you can uh, maximize uh, that relationship that you have uh, already built up with those clients. Um, you know, when you're out there and you're starting out, particularly, um, you know, you'll find that the hardest part uh, is building up those initial customers. Um, and uh, when you got them, uh, you know, under your belt and you've got a relationship built with those customers, um, you know, it, it's a lot easier uh, once that report is established to then uh, branch off into other services that you're comfortable providing and uh, maximizing on that relationship. Uh, because more likely than not, those customers are going to turn to you uh, for you to provide those extra services um, like the power washing uh, and, uh, you know, other services that you can provide, handyman services uh, and other things that um, you uh, feel comfortable doing. Uh, and as I've discussed over the past uh, couple of weeks with some of the services already uh, uh, that we've discussed in the past podcast. So with this week's um power washing for profit obviously the title says it all it's all about power washing and um when i first started out i did a ton of power washing i don't do as much anymore as i used to just because the client base has grown so much that um you know a lot of the lawn care does take up my time i also have over the years reduced um, my hours. Uh, for example, I used to work uh, six days a week and do all that. Now, you know, I uh, 
we'll keep it to a minimum of the five days a week, uh, basically the Monday to Friday. And, um, you know, even then this year, I've even, um, uh, taken that down a bit, uh, from the mowings and I've condensed all my mowing into three days and, uh, left the uh, so I do now mowings only on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays of the week and uh that leaves me uh Mondays and Fridays to do other jobs and uh, also that way I can enjoy and spend some more time with my family and if things like long weekends and things come up instead of having to reschedule lawns or push people uh, a day so that I could uh, say take a long weekend or go on a camping trip with family and stuff. Now I don't have to worry about that because in advance I just don't schedule those extra jobs on the Mondays and Fridays uh, for depending on that long weekend or whatever. Um, and uh, you know the Tuesdays, Wednesday, Thursday uh, mowing schedule doesn't get disrupted. Uh, so it's been working out uh, really good actually this year and uh, you know we'll uh, definitely have uh, uh, no plans in the foreseeable future for changing that um so what that's done for me as well this year is uh, allowed me uh, to start to expand my services once again like I used to in the beginning and uh, when I first started out the business like I said I was doing tons and tons of power washing but I was doing it all on Saturdays um, and uh, was doing just my existing customer base as well as some other customers that were just one-off power washing uh, clients and stuff but I was doing mainly uh, driveways and sidewalks and patios and things like that I did a few houses um but didn't really get into too much of that. There was more the demand was just people wanting their uh, grimy sidewalks and things uh, done. Although, um, you know, looking around today, um, when I drive around my neighborhood, if I see other companies that are specializing in just pressure washing and stuff, um, the trend seems to be uh, that they are doing the complete houses now. Which is a good thing because that means uh, just some more uh, money in your pocket, more lucrative jobs if you can do a bigger job than uh, just small off, uh, one off uh, little jobs that you're hauling all that equipment uh, out to a house anyways. So I just want to cover a couple of things about power washing and what I've learned uh, from doing it and uh, what you should look for if you uh, don't already have a power washer, the sorts of things you should look out for. So as far as buying a power washer, you obviously, um, I would, um, aim towards a, uh, gas powered power washer. Um, that's not to say that the electric ones aren't bad, um, but you're just more versatile with a gas one. I actually own both. I own an electric power washer and I own a big commercial uh, gas power washer. The electric power washer, I don't ever use on customer properties. I just like having it around my own house for doing things like cleaning uh, uh, the equipment or, you know, sometimes uh, other things around the house that uh, you want to clean. I just like, I think I find it quicker and easier to just uh, pull out the small uh, electric power washer and uh, plug it in. And also, you know, if I'm, uh, there was a point in time where I was doing 
cleaning of my equipment and stuff uh, every weekend. And, uh, you know, I just felt bad if I was using the big gas one to be firing that up every weekend in my small little quiet cul-de-sac and bothering, uh, you know, sort of the noise pollution uh, with my neighbors um, if I were to be using that all the time. So I just found that the electric was much better for my situation. At least it made me more comfortable and it did the job perfectly fine for, you know, cleaning mower decks and things like that. So uh, I've continued to use an electric power washer for my own stuff, but for uh, doing commercial jobs, residential jobs, uh, when you're uh, being hired to do it, um, a gas is what you want um, to get the job done quickly and efficiently. Uh, And the bigger, the better in this case. Um, So I would look for a a large power washer uh, with a commercial pump on it um, and... uh, you know, something with a reliable motor. Mine uh, has a uh, 13 horsepower uh, Honda commercial uh, motor on it, um, and it's got a Comet uh, commercial pump on it. I think they're made in Italy, the pumps. Um, This particular unit I bought at Home Depot um, about uh, maybe nine or ten years ago. I might even bought it the first year I started my uh, business, Um, and it was... um, at Home Depot at the time, I believe it was about, uh, this is 10 years ago, uh, about $1,400 uh, for the actual um, pressure washer. And it was basically the most uh, uh, biggest and heavy dutiest um, commercial pressure washer that Home Depot carried. Um, there were similar ones at uh, the equipment dealer as well. Um, basically just a different brand. Um, and, uh, I, I think that actually the one, uh, it was a, a power jet model or something, uh, at the equipment, uh, dealer and, um, the, uh, it had the same size, same motor, the Honda motor, and it had, uh, I think a different brand pump, but it was comparable, a commercial pump. It was made in Italy as well. Um, the only reason I chose, um, to go with the Home Depot model, uh, basically was at the time starting out the new business and all that stuff. And I had, you know, purchased the, uh, franchise and, uh, you know, had, outlaid a bunch of uh, cash for that uh with Home Depot you know they let you uh, have their Home Depot consumer credit card and uh you know they usually have um uh promotions every year um where you could here in Canada I think it was uh you know you can um uh, make no interest or payments for up to one year on purchases over $400 or $450. I can't remember exactly what it was. So I had already had a, uh, Home Depot credit card. Um, and, um, so I bought the pressure washer with that. And then, uh, instead of, uh, you know, having to put out the whole amount of money on it all at once, I, uh, set up on my, uh, online banking, uh, and I just took whatever the, grand total was after tax and stuff and i divided it uh, in 12 equal payments and i just set up pre-authorized uh payments to my credit my home depot credit card from my bank account uh for 12 equal payments of that and just paid it off over the year and uh, had no interest uh you know added to that because it was completely paid off by the end of the year Um, so that's the only reason i chose to do it that way was just because of cash flow at the time um 
and uh, it's been a fantastic pressure washer. It's still going strong. Um, and uh, one of the things I would say to look out for that you'll notice on the bigger pressure washers is that they have the ability to say, um, now if you're thinking about the wand and the hose and stuff that attaches to the pressure washer from the cleaning wand, um, you know, it'll have the the removable tips and stuff on the end. Now, some of the cheaper models, even though they're gas, may only have a fixed type of uh, fan nozzle at the end. So you can't change, say, the um, degrees of, uh, you know, the angles and stuff that it cleans at. Um, so with the more expensive ones, you can change uh, that tip. And it's basically like a quick uh, release connection, a coupler connection, similar to um, air tools and air equipment. If you're um, uh, you know, familiar with those where you can just pull back the collar and it releases uh, the, the uh, tip there. So you can take the tip off and the pressure washer will come with different uh, tips. So you can have a narrow nozzle or a wider fan. Um, and also, it gives you the ability to uh, change out the hoses as well, the gun. On some of the cheaper gas models, you'll notice that the wand or the gun, the lance, whatever they want to call it, um, some of them, the hose will be fixed um, to that particular gun or wand. So you can't remove the wand uh, from the hose Um and you want to be able to do that. You want it into separate pieces so you can add attachments uh, to it, uh, like we'll uh, I'll get into later. Uh, but for example, you can get like an 18-foot um, extension pole, and uh, you would just basically take your uh, whatever fan tip nozzle you want to use, and it goes on the end of the extension pole. And instead of using the, the lance or the gun that comes with the pressure washer, you disconnect the hose and the hose just quickly connects to the bottom of the 18 foot extension pole. And now you can, uh, you know, clean a second story house uh, right up to the top gutters pretty easily all from the ground without being on ladders and stuff. Um, so you want to make sure that your um, whatever pressure washer you're looking at has the ability that uh, that hose comes apart from the lance, uh, that uh, even on the lance itself, that the tips are removable. And uh, that would be my first tip for that. Uh, the second tip on purchasing a pressure washer is you want something, uh, don't get too hung up on the pressure itself, the maximum pressure. Um, now, I think my pressure washer that I have is 3600 PSI is the maximum. But what's more important, I feel, is the um, how much water you have going through the pressure washer. So I think mine does four gallons per minute of water. Now, I may be wrong. It's a long time since I've looked at it, but I think that's what it was. It was four gallons of water per minute. And just the more water you have, the more cleaning power it's going to have. Yes, the pressure obviously will um, play a, a large part as well. But you want to, you know, if you have a lot of pressure, but very little water, it's going to take a long time to clean. You want a lot of water to push all that dirt and stuff uh, out as well. So try to get something with uh, a lot of uh, water flow as well. And the other tip would be you want to make sure that whatever uh, pressure washer you have and whatever the maximum pressure uh, it is, is that it is adjustable. You'll notice on a lot of electric pressure washers, and uh, there's even some uh, low end gas ones where the pressure is fixed, you cannot change the pressure. They, you know, on an electric pressure washer, they may have different um, 
uh, nozzle ends, like they'll have a uh, an adjustable spray end, I think, on a lot of the Karsher brand ones. Uh, and then they'll have like a, a rotary nozzle that's supposed to, uh, you know, be at the maximum pressure. But uh, on a gas one, you want to make sure that you can dial that pressure all the way down uh, because if you're doing anything that is uh, sensitive to the pressure like uh, cedar fencing or uh, wooden decks and things like that, if you're using a 3600 PSI pressure washer uh, and you're going to go pressure washer deck, you're going to completely destroy uh, those deck pieces, uh, the pressure is just too great for, um, you know, a soft wood like cedar, uh, fencing and, and, uh, any other, uh, soft woods, uh, like spruce and things like that, that you may find in building materials, um, as well as, um, you know, house vinyl siding and things like that, or textured sidings. You might have uh, stucco sidings and things like that, that you don't want to be going at, uh, that maximum pressure, um, as you'll just do way more damage than is, uh, uh necessary. Um, where the, the pressure, um, I find comes into play again, uh, mainly that maximum pressure is when you're adding attachments, adding, um, say, uh, something like a water broom, uh, which is basically, um, a attachment with a couple of wheels on it. It, uh, connects to the bottom of your lance or gun. Um, so it has, uh, basically it kind of forms a T shape at the end of your gun or lance, and it may have three or four nozzles on it, fixed nozzles, and, uh, it'll have a couple of caster swivel caster wheels on it. And you can just roll it along a concrete, uh, you know, uh, hard surface like that to push debris um, down, say, a driveway or something like that. Um, you know, if you get a lot of debris and stuff while you're pressure washing, it's all over the driveway. And just to move that all along, you can use the water broom. It sort of creates a, a curtain of uh, pressured water um, that uh, lets you sweep that water or sweep that debris down sort of towards the end of the driveway or into one little spot. And by having multiple nozzles, you know, each one of those nozzles is now taking some of the pressure away. So having four nozzles on that water broom, obviously they're not all going to be firing at 3,600 PSI. So you basically, you know, you're dividing those four nozzles by that 3,600 PSI. So you're getting a weaker, um, stream. So the higher the pressure there, it helps still gives you a better cleaning uh, ability when you have multiple nozzles but you want to make sure that it is completely adjustable and you can dial that pressure all the way down uh, to do that uh, sort of uh, sensitive um, uh, substrates and things uh, that you'd be cleaning so that um, covers sort of a quick and dirty buying guide on uh, pressure washers. I'm just going to break for a few messages and then we'll get back uh, and uh, talk about some uh, needed attachments. All right, stay tuned. Hey guys, if you have any questions or comments about the show, I'd love to hear from you. You can head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash contact. And while you're there, why not join my mailing list and get access to a free PDF document of a landscape maintenance contract you can feel free to copy and use in your own business. 
for you Instagram users out there, be sure to follow me at Lawn Care Business Success. And if you haven't checked out my videos yet, well, what are you waiting for? Be sure to subscribe to the Lawn Care Business Success YouTube channel. Now, I know you guys love listening to audio while you work as much as I do, so I've partnered up with Audible to offer you guys a free 30-day trial and two free audiobooks of your choice. There's no long-term commitments, and you can cancel any time. And get this, even if you cancel during your free trial period, you still get to keep the two free audiobooks. It's a great way to try the service and to see if Audible is right for you. So why not give it a try? Head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash audible. Now back to the show. Okay, so welcome back. And uh, I wanted to get into some attachments now and talk about uh, some of the things that I've used. I've um, sort of skimmed over a few there in that uh, beginning segment and uh, wanted to go over a couple more. So uh, one of the very first ones that I bought uh, for my pressure washer was the water broom that I explained. Now, basically, like I said, it's just sort of a, a T-shape. It's, I think it's uh, all aluminum. And it has uh, just like an aluminum bar uh, with the connection that you connect to your lance uh, tip. So you would remove the the spray tip from the your lance or gun and then this water broom would connect to that so it has the connection right in the middle so once you connect it you basically have a a water your lance with this t-shaped end or kind of like a hammerhead shark sort of looking thing where you got the the end sticking out and underneath it it's got the four nozzles these are fixed you can't change them uh, you can remove them to clean if you get debris and stuff uh, stuck uh inside them sometimes uh, you might get some sand or something uh, gets inside the water broom and then it blocks the jet you can remove the the tips to clean them or clear them uh, but generally there's not uh, it doesn't come with other tips or anything to change and then like I say it's got two caster wheels on the sides uh, on either side and you just basically uh, once it's you put it on the ground um, you're holding your lance like you would normally um, uh, and you pull the trigger and with the wheels the uh, that T-bar sort of end is maybe two inches or so off the ground. And you just roll it down uh, the ground and uh, it creates, like I say, a wall or a um, uh, a curtain of water as all the tips are fan nozzles, but they overlap. So it creates this sort of wall and it just lets you quickly push debris down. It Because it's dividing that pressure from your uh, pressure washer into four nozzles, it doesn't quite have the cleaning power that you would uh, normally have with your pressure washer. So like I say, it's more like they call it a water broom. So it's more of a broom. It's just for sweeping debris quickly and easily. Uh, once you've done your cleaning, um, you'll find that if you've never pressure washed before, you'll find that once you're pressure washing, you get a lot of that debris Um all over the place, a lot of sand and dirt and stuff. And uh, you still got to clean that. You, even though your surface might be uh, shiny clean, that debris is still on the surface and you want to move that debris uh, either to the end of the driveway, to the road or whatever to get it uh, where you can sweep it up or clean it up. So the water broom is just a quick and easy way to do that. Originally, I had bought it thinking that, you know, you could do a driveway uh, pressure washing a lot quicker that, you know, you would connect this and be able to pressure wash this 12 inch swath all at once um, instead of, uh, you know, with a little pinpointed uh, fan nozzle on your 
a pressure washer, but I quickly found out because it's dividing that pressure into four, uh, it just doesn't have the cleaning power and that it's more just for sweeping that debris. Uh, but like I said, I would still purchase one of those because I always use it at the end of my pressure washing jobs to clean up the debris and just to give sort of a finishing touch on the um, surfaces that I'm working on. Now, the next uh, most important um, accessory that I would absolutely recommend is a large surface cleaner. Or a whirly bird, sometimes they're called. Um, and you may have seen these. They come in different sizes. They're basically a big round um, contraption with uh, what looks like broom bristles all around the bottom edge of it. Uh, they can or cannot sometimes come as full assemblies with handles and stuff. Um, and sometimes they're just the round uh, whirly wig or uh, attachment that you connect to your existing lance. Um, I've used different ones. I think the one, the original one that I purchased uh, was the, it was a 12 inch um, round just attachment that attaches to the lance of my existing pressure washer. So again, you... Um, remove the tip off the nozzle of your gun. You attach this to it. Basically, it's like a 12-inch round um, cylinder lid thing with the uh, broom bristles all around the base. On the underneath part, it's got a uh, T-bar that connects from the center, and it's got two fan nozzles. And what happens is when you press the trigger, the water goes through, and that um, T-bar underneath the contraption, um, it spins like a helicopter blade, basically. So it's cleaning, um, or like a lawnmower blade. So it's cleaning much the same as you might have a lawnmower blade that has, uh, you know, the sharpened edges sometimes just on near the tips of the blade and the center of the blade doesn't have any tips, but it's still cutting a, you know, 21 inch swath when you're cutting lawns. This is the same principle, kind of, you know, basically like a mower deck. Um, but instead of wheels, it sits on, um, those broom bristles and, uh, the inside it, it rotates and spins with the two nozzles and it basically lets you clean a um, 12 inch swath all at once um, instead of sitting there and trying to clean a driveway with just the small tip of your uh, pressure washer which can be done obviously there's nothing wrong with doing that if you have time to spare but this just speeds up the job exponentially and lets you get pressure washing done so fast it's insane now for example I will, uh, I think, yes, try to remember back when I first got my first pressure washer before I was actually um, into the business and all that stuff. I had, uh, I think for Father's Day one year, I got a pressure washer, an electric one, and I used that to clean my driveway. And I believe it was like a 13 or 16 PS, 1600 PSI pressure washer, electric, like car share type thing, you know, standard ones you'd see at a big box store type thing. And, um, I had, uh, at the house we were living at at the time, we had a fairly big driveway. You could probably fit six cars, um, in the driveway. And, uh, it literally took me 
nine hours to clean the driveway, uh, doing a really good job with the electric pressure washer by like, you know, cleaning a little bit at a time and overlapping each area so that there would be no missed spots and no streaks and stuff that you notice from a really crappy pressure washing job where somebody's just kind of speeding up and thinking, um, you know, they're doing a good job, but to actually do a really good job with a, a normal pressure washer with just the tip, you have to be overlapping, uh, that spray nozzle and, uh, just making sure you get every area so that it's once it dries, you don't get these, you see dirty patches and missed areas and things like that. So it took me nine hours with electric pressure washer to do that large driveway. And uh, when I went and purchased the gas pressure washer, um, I believe I was able to cut it. Now, the gas pressure washer with just using the tip, the standard Lance uh, tip or so cut my nine hours down to an hour of pressure washing the driveway because of the amount of pressure and the amount of water going through it. It was just so much quicker to do that uh, uh, pressure washing. And then fast forward to when I got a just the 12 inch round uh, whirly wig or large surface cleaner attachment uh, for the pressure washer, I basically was able to do my driveway in about 20 minutes. Because like I say, you just turn on the pressure washer and you start pushing um, that uh, whirly wig, you know, from one end down to the other and it cleans the entire 12 inch path. Or if you purchase a large one, you know, they get into like the 22 inch uh, wide ones that have the big stand up bicycle handles and you connect the hose. Um, you take your lance or gun completely off your pressure washer like I was talking about before, where you want to have, be able to attach attachments. So you take off um, your lance from the high pressure hose, connect the high pressure hose directly to the handle of this uh, uh, contraption. It's a larger 22 inch one. Uh, and it's got like bicycle handles on it and you just walk behind it, pushing it. And it's almost like a hydroplane kind of idea. It just kind of floats along the surface uh, as you're pushing it down and it cleans whatever, whatever size that you buy, it cleans that width, um, all at once. Um, so basically I was able to just walk down the driveway and it perfectly cleaned that 12 inch swath. I'd go back up to the top or start from the bottom and go back up, um, just overlapping a little bit. And it would clean another 12 inch swath. So within 20 minutes, you know, the whole driveway was completely cleaned uh, to the same quality and extent of spending nine hours with the little electric pressure washer and even an hour with the gas pressure washer on its own, trying to do it with the uh, just the tip itself. So you can see how you can quickly um, get a job done by using the the right tools. So I would definitely look into purchasing one of those um, uh, attachments, large surface cleaner, or I call them whirly wigs, um, and uh, look into those. Uh, the bigger, the better. Again, um, like I say, I have used both um, the 12-inch one and then like it's, I think it's like a 22-inch or so uh, or 26-inch, I can't remember exactly, um, the large stand-up ones that come with their own handles and everything. Um, and they work fantastic. They just do the job so fast. Uh, so I would definitely get one of those. Um, now, the last attachment that I would suggest is an extension pole. Um, and uh, I believe these start at about 18 feet um, of extension. And, uh, there's 
a larger one available as well that you see uh, usually. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head the size of the larger one. I purchased the um, 18 footer. I don't think I would ever purchase a larger one than that um, because at its full extension of 18 feet, you have to remember that the pole itself is 18 can extend to 18 feet. Um, but then, you know, you're holding it up at basically, uh, maybe waist height, um, is where it's going to be starting or so. So you've got your, uh, torso, your, sorry, your leg length from your feet up to your waist uh, added to that, uh, in height. And I find that more than enough, um, for a two, most two story houses, uh, to be able to do the gutter facings with it. Um, and, uh, I also had purchased a, a gutter attachment, which connected to the top of the 18 foot extension. And basically it's like a U shaped, uh, attachment where you can put your, uh, fan tip nozzle of whatever size you want into that and connect that to the top of the 18 foot and to do the, in the gutters. Um, I used it a couple of times, but didn't really like it because you can't see what you're doing. Um, for the insides of the gutters. So I don't really use it. Um, I still find it better to, you know, if you can to get up on the roof and, or at least on a ladder and get up to the gutters to be able to see what you're actually cleaning. So I don't use that part of the attachment, but the actual extension 18 footer, I use that all the time. You can clean the gutter faces, um, clean, you know, the, uh, walls and stuff uh, right from the top of a two story house down, uh, with not uh, really any difficulty. Um, it is a little bit um, tough to manhandle at times. Um, if you've got a lot of pressure going through that, the um, you'll find uh, you'll start it. You pull the trigger, and you know because it's extending about eighteen feet, the top of it kicks back, and um, you have to basically uh, fight it to get that tip up to, uh, you know, the distance of the house. It is very tiresome. The first couple times you do it, the more often you do it, the more you get used to it, but it's always still something that's not, um, uh, the easiest to do, but it sure is a lot quicker and, uh, a lot, uh, safer I find than, uh, going up and down on a ladder and trying to pressure wash because you're still, you know, even if you're on a a step ladder or something, you're going up the ladder, then, you know, you got to keep both hands on the lance or the gun because of the amount of pressure. And now you're sort of balancing on a ladder without actually holding on with your hands and stuff where this, you stay grounded, you're on the ground and you're using the 18 foot extension. I think mine cost me for the extension. I believe it was about $89, um, Canadian. And, uh, you know, it's more than paid for itself. The, uh, 12 inch whirly, uh, attachment that I was talking about earlier. I think that was about uh, 89 or $99. Um, and, uh, the larger 22 or 26 inch one, um, was on sale at a contractor demo day sale. They had uh, a bunch of them they brought in and they are selling them for about $226 or something for that attachment. Um, again, sometimes, uh, you know, I'll see them uh, regularly for around 300, uh, for those. Um, but either way, you can't go wrong with any of those attachments. And I would suggest, uh, uh, all three of them. Uh, so again, the water broom and, uh, the large surface cleaner, whatever size you want, like I say, you can save a bit of money and buy a smaller one. Like the, I think they started the 12 inch round, um, 
uh, whirly wigs again that I'll call them. Uh, and they just attach to your existing lance. And uh, you could try that out. Uh, like I say, it more than does the job. Uh, and then as you get bigger and bigger areas or bigger, you know, say uh, you're hired to do a parking lot or something like that, you then you may want to go to a, a bigger, uh, you know, 26 inch one to get the job done even faster. Um, and uh, the extension pole, uh, the 18 footer, I find is more than enough. Like I say, um, it's already, um, hard enough to handle on its own for that size. So I personally wouldn't go for a larger one, uh, and have found not really any need to go larger as the 18 footer with me holding it, uh, reaches easily, you know, the gutters of a two story, uh, uh, home. So, um, what would I avoid? I would avoid, um, pressure washing on a ladder, uh, can be very, very dangerous, so I would avoid that. Um, as far as pricing, um, I would, um, I think, for the most part, a standard driveway, um, maybe, uh, say, a four-car driveway um, with, say, sidewalks going around the back of the house, say, a small patio in the back, I was doing for about $250, Um and uh, it was taking me just a couple hours to get that done. And I'd say the more, you know, the more you get into those attachments and stuff, uh, the quicker and more efficient you get to do those jobs. Uh, and that's why you want to be able to do that because you don't want to spend, you know, $250 is a good amount of money. And for some of you, you might be thinking, you know, if I can make that in a day, that's fantastic. Um, and it is. And with the pressure washer, you know, you'd be able to do that in a day, no problem. Um, but by getting those other attachments, you know, if you can cut that time down significantly and uh, do that whole patio, the driveway, the sidewalks and all that stuff, say you do all of that in an hour uh, instead of spending just an hour on just the driveway alone. And then you still got to do the sidewalks and, you know, say you cut that whole time in half. And instead of that job taking you two hours or three hours, uh, it takes you an hour, hour and 15 minutes. Um, you know, your profit uh, per minute, your hourly wage is, uh, you know, it just goes up exponentially just by spending, you know, an extra $100 uh, here and there on attachments, getting that... Uh, um, water broom. I think the water broom was only like $59. And like I say, the water broom is great because at the end of doing the whirly wig and all that sort of stuff, you get a lot of, uh, on driveways and stuff, there's a lot of debris left over sitting on top of the clean driveway and you want to move that quickly. Again, you could take the, um, you know, nozzle and change it to like a wide broom or wide, um, you know, 135 degree or 140 degree sort of nozzle and, uh, try to quickly clean the pressure washer or clean the driveway that way. And that'll work. But, uh, you know, with the water broom, it's just a lot easier, a lot less fatigue too. Um, especially if you've been, say you're doing a whole house job and you've done the driveway, you've done the sidewalk patio, um, you've done all the siding on the house. And now, you know, you just got to clear all the debris that was on the ground. And, uh, you know, instead of having to sit there and hold the lance and doing it, you can basically rest the weight of that because your shoulders, your arms and all that stuff are already going to be pretty fatigued, pretty tired. And by using a water broom, you know, I think mine cost me about $59 for that attachment. 
and uh, you know it has its own wheel so it just rests on the ground and you just basically uh, walk behind and push it and push all that debris into one spot where you can you know use a shovel or something to uh, pick up all that sand debris and stuff uh, maybe at the curb or something if you're pushing it all down a driveway um, and consolidating it all into one little area so I would definitely those would be my three recommended um, attachments for sure and uh, I would definitely recommend that again to just briefly overview looking at a pressure washer you want a gas pressure washer you want something with a commercial pump if you can afford it um and definitely you know if you're getting one that has a commercial pump um you know you want something that all of the components come apart so the lance uh, the tips the high pressure hose is all separate so they can be replaced individually if they're damaged, but also you can add attachments and all that sort of stuff. Um, also on a commercial one or a larger one, the amount of pressure hose that comes with the unit, um, you know, mine came with a 50 foot hose where, you know, cheaper gas units may only have a 25 foot hose. So you're constantly having to go back and roll the pressure washer closer to you and all that sort of stuff where the 50 foot hose is a lot nicer. It also lets you with a 50 foot hose, um, you know, if you have a partner or something, uh, and you want to get on a roof and, uh, do some roof pressure washing, I've never done roof pressure washing, but if you want to do that, you know, the 50 foot hose will easily, um, get up there and, uh, uh, reach and having your pressure washer on the ground where a 25 foot hose is going to cut you short, especially if it's not, um, detachable from the lance, um, and you can't add like a second hose to it. So, uh, having something, you know, the commercial ones, and like I say, if you can't afford it, something you may want to look at is, uh, you know, Home Depot, I'm sure, um, I know in Canada, they do it all the time. I'm sure in the U S it's the same, um, where they have that, uh, you know, if you sign up for that consumer credit card at Home Depot, they do the, uh, you know, deferred payments, no interest, no payments for up to one year, um, on, um, purchases over $400 or something like that, um, so, you know, you can go in there like I did and buy their most, uh, their biggest, uh, pressure washer and just divide those payments over 12 months. As long as you make sure that, um, you know, you've paid the entire amount off before that one year is up, you have no interest charge. You, you want to make sure that because those consumer credit cards from those retail stores and stuff, they have outrageous interest, you know, hitting sometimes uh, 29% in some cases, which is crazy. Um, so if you go over, uh, you know, a day over that one year and it's not entirely paid off, you know, even if you owe $5 left, uh, on, you know, you've paid everything. There's only $5 owing. If that goes over the one year, that $5, you're, they will now ding you the interest on the full amount for that full year. So you want to make sure that, uh, you know, it's completely paid off. But like I say, I just, in my own bank account, did pre-authorized payments to the credit card and, uh, divided it equally. And I think the last payment I did it, uh, uh, you know, a few weeks earlier than the, uh, one year was up. Uh, just to make sure that uh, there was no issues with it going over. So I would suggest something like that. You can use, you know, tools like that to your advantage and uh, to be able to purchase things you may not be able to right now. It's basically a, like an interest-free loan. Uh, so I think that uh, wraps it up for this week um, as far as the power washing for profit topic goes. Um 
So again, thanks for joining me this week and listening. Um, if you guys find value at all in these episodes and uh, you enjoy them, I'd love to hear from you. You can drop me a line um, at the, you can go to the lawncarebusinesssuccess.com website, go to the contact page. You can drop me a line there. I'd really appreciate if you guys would leave uh, iTunes uh, reviews uh, for the show. Uh, there hasn't been one for a while now. I think it's been about a month and a half or so since the last uh, review. Um, so it'd be fantastic if you guys would uh, uh, step up and help me out on that. And if you'd like to give back to the show and help me uh, continue on um, with the show, um, you know, I'm not looking to uh, make a million dollars or something on the show, but I would like to make enough uh, to break even on the show, um, and basically cover the costs of all the, uh, media hosting and website hosting, um, and that sort of thing. And, uh, so that would be great. Uh, if you guys want to do that, the easiest and best way to do it, um, is use some of the affiliate links listed on the resources page of the lawn care business success.com. And by far the easiest one of all of those, is the uh, amazon.com affiliate link. You can go there through Amazon, do all your regular Amazon shopping as you normally would. All your prices stay the same, but I get a small commission uh, on everything that you purchase after you've clicked uh, on my Amazon affiliate link and gone through that affiliate link. So that's it for this week. Uh, Thanks again for joining me. And uh, here's to wishing you all overwhelming success. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.